a pillar of cloud which they perceived to be God's presence as they wandered through the wilderness. Their journey, which is still our journey, was to move towards holiness and have our awareness of its presence help inform our lives. Well, we here at Temple Emmanuel are so grateful to welcome you this evening and have the opportunity to learn from Dr. Susanna Heschel, who has taught so importantly and beautifully about how Jews can be more aware of that presence as we encounter modernity. And so we're grateful to have the chance to learn with her and do so as a way of honoring the memory of Rabbi Dr. Leo Trapp, a great rabbi and teacher who taught so many about the importance of the Jewish engagement with that journey. His books and ideas still guide us today. I share them with my students, and they find them so moving and inviting. And we thank as well his widow, Gunda, for sponsoring this teaching this evening and for partnering with our community, where he was a member and where she continues to make her spiritual home. And here to give us a special welcome and to remind us of the legacy of Rabbi Trapp is the German Consul General, Peter Rothen. Will you welcome him? Good evening. Thank you very much, Rabbi Singer. Thank you, Gunda, for having asked me to be here tonight. Thanks to all of you for coming here to commemorate with us here tonight a truly extraordinary man. And thank, thank you most of all for having me here tonight. I, I can assure you that I, I know very well that this is a great honor and privilege for a German Consul General or a German representative. And I do not take this uh, as something normal, but I take it as a gesture of your generosity. Ladies and gentlemen, I will not speak, obviously, about Leo Trapp's achievements as a rabbi, as a scholar, as a professor. Uh, Dr. Heschel will do that in a minute. And like you, I'm very keen to hear what she has to say, and I promise I will be very brief in my remarks before she gets going. But allow me just to say a few words on Leo Trapp as a human being, greater than life, a man who has, like so many of you, suffered terribly from the Nazi regime and who nevertheless was one of the first to stretch out the hand of reconciliation to the Germans after the war. Leo Trapp, ladies and gentlemen, had a long, and I dare say so, very full, very fulfilled life. Born in 1913, he sadly passed away three and a half years ago in September 2010 at age 97. I had the great privilege of still meeting this extraordinary man in 2009 when I took up my office here. And I very vividly remember his wit, his wisdom, and his warm smile from the few occasions when we spoke. Leo Trapp, ladies and gentlemen, a German born and raised in Mainz, 
who studied at various renowned German universities, obtained his PhD from the University of Würzburg in 1935, and was ordained as a rabbi in 1936 in Berlin. He was prosecuted by the Nazis shortly after that, and luckily he managed to emigrate to the UK and from there to the US. This man, ladies and gentlemen, despite the injustice that he personally had suffered and despite the horrors of the Holocaust that he had witnessed during his time in Germany and then from abroad, he was one of the first to actively help, as he put it in his own words, to build a new Germany. To do so, since the late 1950s, he started visiting Germany regularly, lecturing at various German universities in German, his native language, about Jewish religion and Jewish philosophy, and he talked to young Germans about his experience in Nazi Germany and the Holocaust. Leo Trapp's position always was that the descendants of perpetrators cannot be held guilty for the sins and crimes of their parents, but they bear a responsibility to prevent with all their energy reoccurrence of these crimes. For this, ladies and gentlemen, Leo Trapp worked tirelessly for something like 50 years, and he was successful, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest joy of my work here in San Francisco, where I have met so many Jewish Americans, many of whom of German descent, is to experience the openness and the kindness with which I have been treated all along, and also to see the recognition among you that today's Germany is very, very, very different from the Nazi Germany of the last century. We have come a long way, ladies and gentlemen, and today let me just tell you two things which describe, in my view, the completely new state of the relationship between Germany and the state of Israel, Israelis and Jews in the world. Today, ladies and gentlemen, in Israel, German Chancellor Merkel received the highest Israeli civil decoration, the Presidential Medal of Distinction from the hands of President Shimon Peres, who said that she has uh, created trust between both countries and peoples, and she had made an already excellent relation even better. Today, ladies and gentlemen, here in San Francisco, I had the extreme pleasure and privilege to reinstate German citizenship to a Holocaust survivor from Germany who had decided that he was ready to accept this part of his identity because he believed in the new Germany. These, ladies and gentlemen, are the moments that make me very happy and very proud.
And such moments and the situation in which we are today, they are possible and due to people, extraordinary people like Leo Trepp, to whom I am endlessly grateful as a German and whom we celebrate very rightly tonight, mainly for his scholarly achievements, but also as an extraordinary, outstanding human being. Thank you very much. Please welcome Gunda Trapp as she introduces our speaker. Hi, good evening. Thank you, Peter, for these thoughtful and insightful words. You have been such a support and friend of the Jewish community, and um, that's really wonderful, and I thank you for it. And Gerlit and you have become real good personal friends, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're both here. And I'm glad Leo's daughters here, my husband's daughters here, Susan Nachtman and the whole family. That means a lot to me. And I'm glad my friends are here, and a lot of people I know and uh, my husband knew, and uh, some people who still approach me and would tell me how they met him and um, they tell me about his, uh, uh, their encounters with him and about the humanity and wisdom they will always remember. You talked a little bit about that too, Peter. And he was all of that. He was deeply knowledgeable, humbled, and with openness to everybody. I won't forget the discussions he had in mind at the university with his Muslim students. They had very different opinions, and they were very engaged, but they were always, they had such kindness and openness for each other, and that was quite amazing. So he was all of that. But first and foremost, Leo was a Jew. The last Friday night of his life, I lit the Shabbat candles in the hospital, which was strictly prohibited, and he, already weak, recited the entire Kiddush over the wine which was in the bar mitzvah cup of his father. He put on tefillin every morning. Why is that so important to you? I asked him once. He said, because this is the moment of the day I feel and I reconfirm who I am, a Jew. And then I start the day and do and do it as a Jew. What it meant to him, we heard a little bit about already from Peter, reaching out to people, being active in the world, make it a better place for everybody. He was concerned that young Jews might become less and less engaged with Judaism. He wanted to teach them an understanding and a love for what they had inherited, Torah, to him the guideline for life, a guide to do and to reflect. One without the other was pointless to him. How can Jews reconnect their desire for social justice and a better world with Torah? When I started thinking about this, Susanna Heschel came to my mind immediately. Susanna stands for the kind of Judaism we so badly need. I think you're an activist. She promotes feminism and gay rights, 
better understanding among religions, she is an acknowledged scholar on anti-Semitism. And above all, she's a very spiritual Jew. After I read the article in J, and if you haven't, you should, because it's really good, and read about your thoughts, I was even happier that we had asked you to come. And Dr. Heschel, of course, is the daughter of Abraham Joshua Heschel, a worldwide admired teacher, rabbi, and philosopher Leo spoke so highly of his entire life. So it felt absolutely right to ask Dr. Heschel to give the lecture at Emmanuel, and he will also give the inaugural speech of the annual Leo Trapp Lecture in Boston next week at Boston University, and I'm very, very happy about that too. Dr. Heschel holds the Eli Black prof Professorship in Jewish Studies at Dartmouth College. I didn't say Dartmouth, <laughs> Dartmouth College. <laughs> Her scholarship focuses on Jewish-Christian relations in Germany during the 19th and 20th centuries, the history of biblical scholarship, and the history of anti-Semitism. Currently, Dr. Heschel is writing a book on the history of European Jews, Jewish scholarship, on Islam from the 1830s to the 1930s. I guess that means how Jews approach the Islam, the Muslim religion. Her interest in Jewish views of Islam began when she was awarded a personal grant from the Ford Foundation, which she, and I'm not surprised about it, used to convene a series of six conferences of scholars in the fields of Jewish studies and Islamic studies, and to co-teach a course on women and gender in Islam and Judaism. She has lectured at conferences and universities around the world. At Dartmouth, she teaches in the departments of history and religion and in the Jewish studies program and the women's and gender studies program. In her scholarly writings, Professor Heschel has sought to bring critical theory into the field of Jewish studies. Her book on Abraham Geiger, for example, introduced post-colonial theory in the, in the interpretation of German Jewish history. I have to look that up because that, that sounded so interesting. I, I don't know yet what it means, but I soon will. And her work on Jewish-Christian relation makes extensive use of feminist theory. Very interesting, too. Susanna, you've written so many books and articles and gotten so many awards and scholarships and honorary doctorates, and you serve on so many boards and committees that I think we needed another lecture. So let me say, just say welcome. I'm so happy you are here, and I think so are all of us. And welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I think it's wonderful.